As we continue to deal with the centrifugal force that has taken over our country, ruined marriages, destroyed families not to mention individual lives. I want to be crystal clear about a little something. It is a near impossibility to teach or speak against sexual sin without being accused of being a prude, folky or my favorite, homophobic. I can assure everyone that I am none of the above. I did not grow up in church, I was saved from about as far as you can go in the world and make it back out. I harbor no ill will or prejudice against anyone based on their sexual preferences. There is the point, it should not even have to be debated, I am still waiting for someone to tell me it's okay to preach that people can steal or kill, or break any of the other commandments and still make to heaven, yeah, then the feathers would ruffle wouldn't they? If people want to live these lives that is their choice. But to drag Christ into it and twist his word and his love and the allowances it makes in our lives, well that's another thing and that provokes the right to defend true Christianity. Sex. Once upon a time it would have been considered a disgrace to even discuss such things outside the marriage and thanks to the sex kittens of the 50s, the musical invasion and free love of the 60s, the anything goes attitude of the 70s, giving birth to movies like Pretty Woman and American Gigolo famous for romanticizing prostitution in the 80s. Masters and Johnson, Dr. Ruth, Jerry Springer and a host of others building financial empires from the publicized smut and degradation of others, that would for a mere moment of perceived fame would sell their souls to the devil himself. The 90s bearing the harvest of those twisted seeds, springing up in the teen generation in the form of friends with benefits and being advised by sex ed teachers to try everything and anything until they discover their sexual identity. Entire television shows dedicated to paternity testing to determine after countless tests who really fathered the babies of seemingly bewildered mothers. Whatever happened to the good old warnings about AIDS and STDs that once graced the late-night television airwaves? They have now been replaced by infomercials for the sex industry and condom ads, be safe you never know what you might catch. As everyone stood blindly by, Satan infiltrated our culture until it is spoon-fed this filth day and night, never taking a pause. We are in a completely demoralized state in this country, where nothing, nothing is sacred. If we do not stand up now when it has spiraled so far down, please tell me what it will be for the next generation? To God, sin is sin. Point blank. There is no difference between having an affair with a married person than having a homosexual relationship and no difference between either of those and premarital relations. We may see it differently but he is just, this is sin and if not repentative, it will absolutely get you a one-way ticket to hell. Jesus even upped the ante with this statement from Matthew 5:27-29. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery, but I say unto you, that whosoever looketh upon a woman in lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right eye offend thee, causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that the whole body should be cast into hell. That also applies to the ladies, male or female, it is what it is and he says what he means and means what he says. Sin takes residence in the heart and he searches the heart, if we know something is a temptation for us, it is our responsibility to stay away from that, to cast it away, the strength of that word meaning to throw it as far away from you as possible. Don't hang after it or watch it dance on Friday nights. You, yourself must fight, but if you pray he will help you do it. God knows we are tempted in this world, just as Lot vexed, troubled, his own soul by choosing to live in Sodom. Just being exposed to their sin, affected his soul, we must stay on guard. There is no shame in going to him in prayer, he will never embarrass you and he will help you but you have to be honest with him and then stay away from it. 
So, maybe you have a friend or know someone who really, really believes that they are in love with a person of the same sex, I'm so sorry, but it can't be done. It is the same argument heterosexuals use to justify divorcing a spouse they've been married to for 30 years and shacking up with someone else. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, who can know it? Jeremiah 17:9. We are taught to follow our hearts, it is often said the heart wants what the heart wants it would be better stated like this the flesh wants what the flesh wants and it has nothing to do with love. That is why God tells us his plan is one male, one female, joined as one, as for the often questioned multiple wives of the Old Testament, well like everything else, this was man's doing, one guy named Lamech started this, Genesis 4:19. all it takes is one bad apple, after he did it, everyone wanted multiple wives and yet women could only have one husband. This was never God's plan. Sometimes we have feelings that are mistaken for love, when actually it is a displaced need for acceptance and trying to fill a void in our souls, just as with promiscuity, a need to feel like we belong and often our identities are tied to our sexuality, that being said, if a parade is needed to prove self-worth then how great is the feeling of worthlessness inside. God and God alone fills those voids. Matthew 22 30 the Sadducees tried to hassle Jesus about whose wife a woman would be in the afterlife, had she been married to and widowed of seven brothers, Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry, nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God. No males, no females and certainly no flesh. No matter who says this is not sin, please don't listen to them, anyone who says they have no sin is a liar and this is the Bible's final word on the subject. I wrote unto you in an epistle to not keep company with fornicators, sexually immoral people. Yet not altogether, not just them, with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company, if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such a one know not to eat. 1 Corinthians 5 9-11 Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6 9-10 Sin is sin, this is why he doubled assured this list and put it all on here, one sin is no different from the other. No big sin, no little sin but no sin will get into heaven. Now the good, good news. And such we some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus, and by the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians 6 11. Let the world go and live for the truth, share the true gospel, we were all sinners, and we know the saving grace of God. To let others be deceived into believing they are saved without repentance and the covering of the blood is the most cruel, cruel thing we could ever do. If we love them we will tell them the truth, because it is not about being kind or a wonderful person, it is simply the truth of God and I have shown you in the word of God, that he said these things are sin, and there is no way around that. And if the righteous scarcely, barely, be saved, where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? 1 Peter 4 18 June 26, 2021 Authors note the original post date is November 14, 2014 and oh my, how much farther we have fallen into this deception. Now this is of course to be considered hateful, 
Because it is now considered hateful to preach against sin, preaching that God ordained of old to save mankind from their sins, but now those who sit smugly dressed behind their white cleary collars promoting actions that the Bible states as absolute abominations to God, justifying also the slaughter of unborn babies, and yet they profess to speak on behalf of Christ, while deceiving people into falsely believing that they will have eternal life, making themselves and their deceitful actions an abomination, as scripture states, they twist the word into their own damnation. Carefully read these words from Jude, 3-23, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort, strongly urge, you that you should earnestly contend, fight, for the faith which was once, once and for all, delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men, people, crept in unawares, unnoticed, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turning the grace of our Lord into lasciviousness, and denying the only Lord God, and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how the Lord having saved the people out of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not their first estate, proper domain, but left their own hobbyation, rebelled against God, he hath reserved, has kept now, in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities about them in like manner, the cities surrounding them sinned also having seen it in Sodom, giving themselves over to fornication, sexual immorality, and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil he disputed about the body of Moses, durst, dared, not bring against him railing accusation. But said, The Lord rebuke thee. Michael did not accuse the enemy, he left judgment and retribution up to the Lord. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally, as brute beasts, in those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them! For they have gone in the way of Cain, and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward, lying to people about sin for money and prestige, and perished in the gainsaying of Cohen, were destroyed because of their rebellion. These are spots in your feats of charity, when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, no fear of the Lord or his judgment, clouds they are without water, can give no real hope or help, carried about of the winds, condoning anything and everything that is at the moment profit for them, trees whose fruit withereth, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness for ever. And Enoch also the seventh from Adam propiacide of these. Saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints, to execute judgment upon all, and to convince, convict, all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all of their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him, speaking against the Lord and his commandments. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouths speak great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage, trying to impress those they can gain something from. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of, by, the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should, would, be mockers in the last time, days, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, carnal, having not the spirit. But ye, you, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, 
looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, distinction. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted, defiled, by the flesh. No one is required to serve Jesus, but those who do wish to serve him and have eternal life have to abide, as all who serve him, by his word, and that word will never change. The passage above is about those who do twist his words and teach others that there is no need for repentance and grace covers everything, grace does cover but we have to become new and forego our old ways and habits, that is the reason it is pointed out to us that even though God brought them out of Egypt there were also those who were destroyed because of their rebellion after they had been brought out of bondage. We are also told why they continue to promote things they know to be wrong, they want money, admiration, and they want popularity, but they do not care at all for souls, I personally don't think they even believe in the God they profess, since they have absolutely no fear of speaking contrary to his word. What really kills me is that to look at this in context, people have the right to sow as they choose but as a Christian you cannot condone it as if it is okay with God, you are not helping them. The compassion spoken of above is that true compassion is praying for them to know the true God and the truth of his word, saving them from eternal destruction. Anyone who is saved now truly thanks those who love them enough to ask them to repent, if you find your friend lying on the floor with a needle in their arm you're sure not going to say, way to go buddy, express yourself, I am here for you. It is what it is and God's children cannot condone it and if you do you will be held accountable for that person, having an opportunity to witness to them in love, with the truth and choosing to go the way of the world.